listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. May the Lord give you his peace. The other day I was visiting a friend and he showed me a uh, show on Netflix about cooking. I think it's called Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat. And this lady goes around the world. She's in Italy and she's with this lady who's world famous pesto. She has the pistle and mortar and she's got the pine nuts and the uh, garlic and the cheese and all that stuff making this pesto. And uh, I thought it it was, have you ever done that before? If you've seen like the traditional way of making pesto, Um, so incredibly delicious. And uh, I kind of feel like in many ways, that's what Mother Church has done for us this weekend. These readings today complement one another so well, so beautiful. In this Gospel with Matthew, it's a very famous parable that Jesus tells about these guys who are out waiting to get hired, and some of them get hired in the morning and then at noon, you know, and then, and then at the end of the day, he pays them. And um, if you complement that with uh, what St. Paul was saying to the Philippians, uh, what we prayed in Psalm 145 about God's goodness, and then uh, this really awesome passage from Isaiah 55, they, they complement one another so well. Um, I'm just going to touch on that a little bit, but go back and read over those readings. Um, uh, I propose that the heart of the message this weekend is God's goodness. God's goodness. Um, why do I say that? Well, we have this story, and uh, you have these different guys being hired to come into the vineyard, and at the end of the day, they all get their payment, and it's really a metaphor for the last judgment when we all come before God. And uh, so we're getting a little foretaste here of the future. You know, we don't know a whole lot about the future, but there are some things we do know. And this is one of those passages that tell us about our future, that there is this day that's coming and we will all come before God. And on that day, we are going to be so surprised, so surprised. Uh, What do I mean? Well, if I could, I would love to insert a few lines into this gospel that aren't there, but it's my crazy imagination, okay? When I was praying over this this morning, I was imagining, uh, what if I was the landowner who represents God here, and it's the end of the day, and you know, there's this payment thing, and uh, the guys who've been working all day since the morning, they're all upset that these guys who just showed up are are basically getting paid as well. And uh, I imagined myself saying, well, you were so slow and lazy, I had to keep hiring more people all day. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I would have said. That's my crazy imagination. So he keeps hiring people throughout the day. It's like, we got to get this done before sundown. Uh, That's not there. That's just me. Okay. Um, The the other thing I would have said to them when uh, the guys who had been working the whole day are upset at the payment that the guys who basically just worked an hour, um, I would have asked him, what is your relationship to this man? Why would you be upset that he is getting paid? You know, it it kind of speaks to like a certain lack of love, right? If If the guy who just worked a little bit was a brother or a family member of the guy who worked all day, I'm sure they wouldn't have complained, right? You love somebody, you don't get upset that they receive a blessing, right? And and here's the key, the key that flips the whole thing for us. Um, when we die, when we come before God and uh, we have our judgment, 
And every moment of every day of our lives will be there, everything that we did. Um, it's not going to be a matter of us demanding payment from God. Um, it, you could imagine uh, that moment in the book of Job when God kind of puts Job in his place and God says to Job, where were you when I spun the universe into existence? <laughs> you know, like, when we come before God, not one of us is going to be able to demand anything from him. When you are face to face with the creator, you know, you can imagine every step that we took in our lives, we're, we're stepping on God's earth. He gave this to us. Every breath of air that we've ever drawn is not anything we earned. It's a gift. Every delicious bite of pesto, every food, you know, every sip of a drink, uh, all of it is just a gift. We, our existence, to even exist, to even be alive, is a gratuitous radiance of God's love. We don't have to be here, you know? And so when we come before him, uh, this situation is so silly. You're not gonna command, you know, why is this person getting a, a, a reward? And you know, none of that is gonna be there. Um, we will be so overwhelmed by God's goodness and his love. It will be a moment of pure praise, a moment of pure praise. Here's a few examples to illustrate what I'm trying to talk about. Imagine the dad who's trying to mow his lawn, you know, with the push mower, and, and the little son is like, Dad, I want to help. I want to help, you know, and the kid is so small, he gets in between, and, you know, as the father's pushing the lawnmower, the little kid is there, like, with his hands on it as well, like, I'm helping, you know. Um, would the kid now demand the father pay me for, like, mowing the lawn, <laughs> you know? Probably the father could have mowed the lawn even faster if the little kid didn't get in the way. But there's something more than just mowing the lawn happening there, huh? There's this relationship of love, and there's this invitation to cooperate. And I think that's what's waiting for us. That's, that's what it will be like when we come before God. You know, all the, the moments of our lives where we prayed, where we suffered, where we struggled, we interceded. Um, none of that will be like a demand for payment. Rather, it will be pure praise and thanksgiving. Pure praise and pure thanksgiving. Isn't that beautiful? You know, and we all have things we suffer. These guys were complaining. We suffered this. We suffered that. Everybody has things they're going to suffer. And um, not one of us is going to be mad at God. Why did I have to suffer more than others? You know, that, that's not even going to be in our minds. And... Um, I'll conclude with this story. One of my favorite saints, St. Therese, a little flower, remember her? It's an amazing saint, Carmelite in France. And um, when she joined the Carmel as a cloistered nun, she got permission from the Pope to join at 15 years old. Any 15 year olds here? Anybody heading to the nunnery? Okay. <laughs> really amazing. And she offered her life in prayer and sacrifice. And uh, she heard about the story of a notorious murderer named Pranzini. And she got it into her head that she was going to pray and intercede and make sacrifices for this guy's conversion. Um, you could see this as like her way of working in the vineyard, her vocation as a religious. And um, 
She was checking the newspaper to see if there were any stories, like any evidence that he might have had a change of heart. He was a bit of a monster. And um, lo and behold, the day he was executed, he was going up to, the, to, uh, to where he was going to be executed, and um, evidently he pushed the priest away. And then as he stood there, right before they executed him, he grabbed a crucifix and kissed it. And when St. Therese read that in the newspaper, she, in her autobiography, she writes about being overwhelmed with gratitude. And she said, my first spiritual son. Isn't that something like the good thief on the cross next to Jesus, you know? Jesus says to him, this day you will be with me in paradise. This is the man who got hired at the end of the day. And if we love them, we're not going to be upset or angry that God bless them and, and save them and welcome them like he saves and welcomes us. Again, it will be a moment of gratitude and pure praise. That's, that moment's waiting for us in our future. Isn't that something? You know, so, um, so let us take a moment to reflect on what the readings are saying to us about God's goodness and what that means for us that we get to work in his vineyard. We're being invited to cooperate with the coming of his kingdom. What a joy. What an honor, what a privilege. This is what life is about. This is why we're here, to be reflections of his love in this world, you know? And that, that moment of reward waits for us. He will bless our efforts. His grace will be there. Um, and who knows who'll be next to us, you know? Notorious sinners who, who's got converted at the last minute, Pranzini or whoever else, the good thief. Together, we will praise the Lord. Um, Jesus said, in my Father's house, there are many mansions. There's room for everyone. All are invited to the banquet. And um, the more we understand this and realize this, the more I believe we will live differently. Huh? We will live differently uh, to know that this is something that's waiting for us in the future, that we may uh, work in the Lord's vineyard. And let's remember, vineyards are all about grapes, which become wine. And Jesus comes to us in the bread and the wine of the Eucharist, right? So he will give us the strength and the sustenance we need to live for him. And uh, we pray for that grace this day. Amen. You've been listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars, the renewal. Please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media, CFR underscore Franciscans. Thank you.